0: Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling, both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Hey, 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 welcome back to the podcast. Today I am so Rachel McMichael. And we are covering a lot of things about how women succeeding in business, how to build a profitable but impactful business, what that impact can look like, how to focus on the one main thing you need to build and focus on in your business, how to really like stay away from that FOMO and that fear of missing out, that you're missing out on other marketing avenues, other ways to grow your business. Guys, there is so much that we covered in this episode, I can't even list them all out here. But... What is really cool about this conversation is Rachel and I very much have a very similar mentality on life, on motherhood, on business, and all the things. And so I'm excited for you to hear this riff back and forth between her and I on how you can grow a life of impact and legacy. So let's get to this episode. You are listening to episode number 97 of Ambitious Motherhood with Katie Fleming. Let's do this. Hey, Rachel, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Oh, thank you so much for having me, Katie. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, I am so excited that we are able to finally get to meet in person-ish on this Zoom little platformy thing. We got to talk a little bit beforehand, but you were just one of those people on social where I feel like we are sisters, very like-minded in the way we do business, the way we do life. And I'm just so excited to dive in today. I feel the exact same way. I feel like we are just kindred spirits. (laughs) Yes, that is totally the word for sure. So walk me through your journey in motherhood and business. What's led up to this point and a little bit about who you are? Oh my goodness. This is such a good question. And I love this question. So first, let me just share a little bit about who I am and who I serve. So obviously, my name is Rachel McMichael. I am the host of the Business with Impact podcast. And I am obsessed with helping female entrepreneurs grow and scale their online businesses, whether they're coaches or course creators or even network marketers. And I just have this passion and this fire in my heart to help as many women as I possibly can succeed. And success looks so different depending on where a woman is at. And it's looked different for me in my seasons of life. So I started my online business back when I found out that I was pregnant with our first daughter. She's now 6.5 years old. And... It has been fun. It has been crazy. There have been pivots and twists and turns along the way. But in every season, I can say that through the failures, there have been so many learnings. And the really the road to this what I would call success journey was paved with bricks of failures. And every failure led me to learnings that led me to be able to help serve and support women in a new, different, and just really authentic way. Yeah. Yeah. So talk to me about one of those failures that really stands out to you. What did you go through and what lesson came out on the other side of that? Oh man, I mean, there's so many like I I failed this week. Um let's <laughs> let me talk about one of the original ones because I think this is where so many entrepreneurs get hung up and quit. So one of my very first businesses was an online personal training business. I actually recorded videos of myself working out online boot camps, And then I would put together these quote unquote like community groups where they would do my workouts together and we would hold each other accountable. It was great. It was fun. And this was back before online fitness was really that much of a thing. People were still working out to DVDs. They were still working out to home VHS. Oh my goodness, you guys, like it was back then. This is this is new. It was different. And I remember promoting a boot camp. And I was really excited about it. I had just come up with this great idea. This was back when like whole 30 and paleo had just gotten super popular and I promoted this boot camp over and over and over again. And no one joined not one like zero. It was really embarrassing to me. But I also knew that my audience probably had no idea that no one joined. So I just didn't mention it. I didn't say like, oh, no one signed up. Bummer guys. Guess we won't have one this month. I just like didn't say anything about it. Right. So a few weeks later, a friend of mine who lives locally came up to me and said, oh my goodness, Rachel, how's that new whole 30 bootcamp going? Are you guys having so much fun? And I remember looking at her like a deer in headlights. And I was like, what? And she goes, you know, that one that you talked about on Instagram for the, you know, for three weeks. And I was like, oh, and I have no idea what I said. I muttered something under my breath, maybe changed the subject. I really like, I've tried to kind of blacken out because I was so embarrassed. But what I realized in that moment, in that failure where no one joined my boot camp, and I felt like such a failure and I, many people would have quit. Many people would have said, oh, no one joined They're not interested. I've lost my touch. It's over. I'm going to quit. I'm going to go back and get a 9 to 5 or I'm just going to whatever. Just going to. And I didn't do that. I said, you know what? This didn't resonate with my audience. What didn't resonate? why didn't it work this time? I looked at the data. I analyzed. I started asking my audience questions. My audience felt like that program was going to be too difficult for them. They didn't think it would be easy or simple. And they were looking for easy, simple solutions. And so by analyzing the data, I actually learned what I needed to do differently next time, what I needed to pivot. And the next round, when I launched good news, people joined. The other thing that I learned is that what I feel like is a public failure. I thought everyone was probably judging me for no one joining my boot camp, but no one knew. No one knew. And so what I felt like was a very public failure was actually a very private failure. And it really wasn't even a failure at all because when we reframe it, it was a lesson that I learned. And so along the way, obviously, I don't still do online fitness, what I learned in that journey of online fitness was that that I... Well, I mean, my whole thing with fitness was I don't like working out, but I do it anyway because I know it's important. And so you should work out with me. And as I started, as I continued down that road, I had other trainers and professionals asking me how I had grown my business. And I realized that's what I love. And so that became a pivot in my business. And then it wasn't just helping trainers. It was helping online coaches and course creators. And as my businesses have changed. And as I've seen the needs of my audience change, things have pivoted and it's it's been wonderful and it's been messy and it's been fun. But I, I've i experienced many, 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 many failures, seeming failures along the way. Many lessons, many lessons to be learned. Yeah. that's There's so much wisdom in what you just said. And I think the biggest thing I want to add to that. When you talk about data, it's emotionally detaching yourself from the outcome so that you can objectively look at this and and figure out how you can adjust it to better serve your audience the next time. Oh my goodness. I completely agree with that. And I feel like this is probably one of the largest lessons of entrepreneurship. We have to stop taking things so personally in our lives and in our businesses and really being able to be unattached from our emotional response and more attached to serving and helping our community. And when we can do that, I think it makes everything easier to be honest, Katie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I think it, our message will just resonate stronger with those listening in our community. Absolutely. Yeah. When we're, when we get so emotionally attached to what other people think, we stop showing up authentically as who we were meant to be, as who we were purposed and divinely created to be. And our message gets watered down. We get watered down and we're no longer able to really show up fully to serve the people we were meant to serve. And so I, I think that is a huge lesson. It's hugely important for all entrepreneurs. For sure. For sure. So you kind of alluded to what it is you do today. Would you go ahead and take us through what business looks like today? Yes. So business today is super fun and super relaxed. So we had a surprise baby. (laughs) And so I have a six-year-old and I have a nine-month-old and he has been the biggest blessing. But you guys, for those of you who have more than one kiddo, I had no idea what you were going through. (laughs) And I get it now. And I'm sorry for every judgment that I ever passed. Not really. I mean, like I didn't pass judgments, but I would be sorry if I had. But for real, it changes the game. And so I knew that going into motherhood for this second season, I have a daughter who goes to school and now I have a son at home, so it's still kind of like I just have one kid i don't I don't even really know. I have so much mad respect for moms who have multiple littles at home at the same time because it is hard and it is a busy season, but it goes by so fast and it is worth embracing and so as I moved into the season this time much much wiser than I was with the last time, I knew that I needed to have very specific boundaries in my business. I knew that I I work my business purpose-based and priority-based. I don't believe in balance. So I I work at purpose-based and priority-based. And my purpose is to serve Jesus Christ in everything that I do. It is my number one purpose and my number one commitment. And my priorities are to Jesus, then my husband, then my kids, and then our work. And... So that's how I live my life. And I live it very intentionally that way. And so I knew that as soon as I got pregnant with him, everything had to shift in the business because I had to create time. I had to create bandwidth. And so I teach my students in my business with Impact Society, that's my membership, to focus on the one thing and the main thing and to keep the main thing, the main thing always. I think so many times right now, we look at entrepreneurship. We have to focus on a thousand different things. So we don't that is FOMO. That is not based in reality or truth or anything else. That's just FOMO. That's just wanting to be like everyone else. And so when we detach, like you said, from what everyone else is doing and what everyone else is thinking, we get to do things our own way. So what I have done in my business is I have said, I want to focus on one program. That's the Business with Impact Society. And I want to focus on... One other side of my business, I, have, I actually have 3 businesses. I have a web design agency. We are a boutique agency. I am the overseer of the agency, but I am not involved in the day-to-day operations of the agency. I have a second business. It's a direct sales business. I have a team of over 7,000 women and men that I love to support. And then I have the Business with Impact Society, which is my membership society for female entrepreneurs, online course creators, and coaches to really help them grow and scale their business. So what my day-to-day looks like is figuring out how do I serve my society members, serve the members of what I call my dream team. Those are my direct sellers, my business partners. And then is there anything I need to do over in the agency? And I do that in a very short, blocked time frame, while my son is sleeping or while he is at kids day out or while he is with a nanny for a couple of days a week. And so when he's away and my daughter's at school, I'm very focused. I'm very intentional and I get a lot done. And the minute that the kids are back in this door and in this house with me, I am a mom and I am available, and my phone is away as much as is humanly possible for me. Something, Katie, that I think a lot of women may resonate with is I know God created me to work hard, and I know that my purpose is business. Business is like a love language for me. Like I could talk about business all day long. I love it that much. Coffee and business. The problem with that is I'm actually really, really good at business, and I'm actually really not it's not my nature to be a nurturer. It's not my nature to want to just sit and, and coo. I sometimes envy moms who that is their nature, who they were really designed to with that nurture instinct. But what I know is that God created us uniquely who we're purposed to be. But I can't say, well, he didn't design me to be great at nurturing. So I'm just going to ignore my kids for the next 18 years. And so what I've had to do is be focused and intentional. Work will always come easily to me. Work will always be something that I enjoy doing because I am good at it. And so what I've had to do is actually be purposed at the other. I don't have to be disciplined at work, that comes natural to me. I have to be very disciplined when I'm with my children to pay attention to be there, to be present, to look them in the face, to look them in the eyes and to play with them. And that has been a refining season for me over these last six and a half years as a mom, but it has been some of the sweetest refining and some of the best pruning and sharpening that's happened in my life. Hmm. That is, that is so good. And I just really want, well, you know, first of all, I didn't know you had that many businesses. (laughs) I, I knew the the business with Impact Society and I knew the direct selling. I did not know about the web agency, so I just kudos to you how you weave this all in so well. It's amazing, thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode. I am so excited you are here diving into this content with us on the podcast. But if you're craving more connection, more intimacy with other mom entrepreneurs that are going after building a six-figure business on what I call nap time hours, working less than 20 hours a week, then you need to get into the ambitious motherhood community we're hanging out on Facebook. It's a free group and we want you in there. So head on over to ambitiousmotherhood.com slash tribe to join us. I want to go back to this one thing. Keep the one thing, the main thing. How do you help women identify what that is? The people who join your business with Impact Society, do they have any idea what that is or are they all over the map doing all the things? Oh, friend, you know, because you work with, we work with the same people. And so many people who come and start working with me have been told that they need to do all the things and they need to be everywhere. In fact, many of them believe the lie that in order to be successful, they must have multiple programs and they must keep creating new programs and new things. And so many women who, who come and work with me, we do in the Business With Impact Society, the very first thing that they do is we walk them through what I call the impact profit framework. And all that is, is a way to take everything that we've been doing and really wean down what is the main thing. So we focus... I believe that there are 5 fundamental pillars in an online business, in online entrepreneurship. And those are your content, your traffic your leads, your sales, and your customers. And it's really a funnel, right? Your content is what people see. Traffic are the people who come and see and engage with that content. Your leads are the traffic, the ones who see the content, who say, yeah, I'm interested in a little more information. Your sales are the ones who say, you know that little bit of information. I think I want to do that on a paid situation with you. And then once they, once you sell them, they become your customers and your clients. And, and that's where a lot of people think the process ends. But for us, it's actually where it begins. It's where we begin to serve these customers. And I know that many of your audience, they're, they're entrepreneurs already, but I, I akin this to like walking into a coffee shop, right? So you walk into a coffee shop and the content might be the types of coffee. It might be the people that are reading a book. I don't know what... I'm not exactly sure what the content is in this scenario, but I didn't think this out before I gave, gave this example. But the traffic is everyone in the coffee shop. The leads are the people who are considering actually buying coffee. You know, there's those people in the coffee Shop that don't actually buy anything, right? So the leads are the people that are considering. They've got the coupon or they're considering or they're, they're even there. They've come there. The sales are the people who go up to the cash register and say, I'm going to go ahead and buy some coffee and they make the purchase. And then the customers are the ones who get the coffee and they're drinking the coffee and we need to serve them really, really well because if we give them a great cup of coffee, they'll come back for more coffee and they'll tell all their friends about the coffee. And so many times we get the money. And we see this all the time in business. And we give them a bad cup of coffee. It's not hot, it's warm, it's got grinds all in it or whatever. And you guys, a bad cup of coffee? Mm, We're not telling anybody about that coffee. We're probably throwing it away. We're feeling bad that we wasted our money. And we're never going to get scammed like that again. And so we take these 5 pillars and we say, Most people are doing too many. They have many content channels. Oh, we're going to do video and we're going to do IGTV and we're going to do Facebook lives and we're going to be on Facebook and we're going to be on... We're going to blog and we're going to have a podcast. We're going to do video. We're going to do audio. We're going to do writing. We're going to do newsletters. We got all the content. And then many people say, and we need to put it up on all the channels. We're going to be on LinkedIn and YouTube and Pinterest and every channel. And we need to get leads. So I'm going to have 1500 freebies. Not really, but I'm, I'm... hyperbole, you guys, but for the sake of making my point, like we're going to have a ton of different free options. Get this free video here and grab this newsletter here and do this thing over here. And then we're going to take them to many offers. You can either join my this or my this or my this or my this or my this. And I've got this boot camp and this program and this program and a confused buyer makes no decision. And a confused audience doesn't continue to follow you because they have no idea what you're all about. And so what we do through the Impact Profit Formula is we really pare down what is the focus channel that we're going to spend our time on this month. So what is, what is the content that we're going to spend time on? How are we going to promote that content to traffic? What lead generating tool are we going to focus on, refine, and get working really well? What sales mechanism are we going to get refined and working really well? Once we sell what are we going to do to really serve our customers in a unique and different and above and beyond kind of a way. And so when we get laser focused on these things, and we build a laser focused, very intentional funnel, what we can do is we can now see where things aren't going right. We now have the ability to troubleshoot because we have data to actually troubleshoot. And when we can troubleshoot it and we can refine it and we can make it great, then what we can do after that is we can we can add in things. So when I get really great at Instagram and I've got a great strategy and it's working really well and I've got it narrowed down and I've got a system in place, now if I want to branch into Facebook or I want to branch into LinkedIn, it makes sense and I can put my focus and attention on growing this new thing and maintaining what I've already built. And so many people teach that you've got to be in all the places all the time. And if you're not everywhere, you're not going to get seen and you're not going to get heard and you're not going to get noticed. And I have found that to be completely false in business. Does does that make sense? Is that helpful? Oh, yes. And we definitely shared like-minded thoughts on that. And this whole one method, like one thing, methodology that you're talking about is exactly how you can actually have a business that fits into your lifestyle. If you don't want to be working 40 hours plus a week, this is the really the only option, not the have the blogs, the podcast, the YouTube, the all the things, the opt-ins, blah blah blah. It's so so interesting to me how we just get we get bogged down with all of these things and I love how you mentioned that once you master a platform, then you can start to layer on an additional one as well. I think that's really really powerful and yeah, I could go on and on, but yeah, this is brilliant and what objections do you start to hear from your ladies when they start to Im- implement this? Do they ever have any kind of fears or if I'm not on all the things then I miss? Is there any kind of stuff other than FOMO that they experience when they start to implement your framework? Oh, this is such a great question. So... The biggest objection that I get is exactly what you just said. If I'm not everywhere, then I might miss out. It is that FOMO. But what they find is that when they are intentional and focused on one platform, then they have data. And that data starts to make things predictable. And predictability in business is what leads to growth in business. If I can predict, if I do this, then this result will come. Now I actually have a business. Businesses are built on the foundations of predictability. And when I'm posting everywhere... I may not know where things are coming from or it gets very complicated to tell where things are coming from. But when I narrow it down and get really intentional, I actually have more predictability and more consistency and more time. And then what you can do as you scale, Katie, and this is so important because here's the thing. I don't work a ton, but I have a team that I have hired to support me. And the reason they can support me is because we have predictability. And so I see so many people who outsource because they're told to outsource before they're ready, but they are before they think they're ready, but they outsource before they're actually ready. And what I mean by that is they don't know how to generate revenue. They do not know their revenue producing activities. And therefore they outsource without knowing how to make money, <laughs> what to do with their free time to actually make money in their business, to actually, and when I say make money, I'm not saying make money for the sake of making money. I'm saying, and and, and I know your audience knows this, I'm saying make money with the intention of serving more people, helping more people and growing a business and with that money they can give it to you know they can give it abundantly to community to charity to their families they can reinvest back into society and and there's so many things that money can be such a great tool for and so I just I want to say that because I don't want people to think it's all about that I know your audience doesn't but it's really important to me to clarify that but when they know their revenue producing activity, they know how to make money. Now they can bless someone with that money. They can hire someone. And it is a blessing to the people who are on my team to have that predictable income in their own lives and in their own businesses. And they're not having to take on the risk of entrepreneurship, right? So I take on all the risk of entrepreneurship and I bless the individuals on my team who get to help me in supporting a common cause, a common mission, and a common vision to help improve other entrepreneurs' lives. And so it's this ability to now scale that comes from knowing what our one thing is. And so once people really test it out and see it, those objections, those fears, they dissolve because they see it start to work. And once something works, all that fear that was associated with it, it dissolves. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. And I think those that we hire to support us in business, they absolutely want to support us. But we make it hard if we don't have our backend figured out or our, even what it is we're focusing on and how we actually generate that revenue. So having your framework in place is just awesome. So I can see how this really helps people. So talk to me about, as we start to wind down, talk to me a little bit about impact, what that means to you, and really a little bit more about your heartbeat, the core of who you are. Oh, man. For me, impact means the ability to serve as many people as I possibly can. You see, a long time ago, I realized that I could train a bunch of people in, a, in, in my fitness business, but I could only help the people who actually paid me to help them. In this new business, the reason I'm so passionate about helping entrepreneurs, online business owners, network marketers, is because when I help the one I now help the many. When I help another personal trainer grow her fitness business, I get to help her bless her clients, bless them with health and energy and all of those things that come along with having a sound mind and have and, and living intentionally and on purpose. When I help a Pinterest expert grow her business, I get to help her help her people reach more people with their message, with their vision, with their mission. And it is this ripple effect that is ongoing. And it, it goes far beyond anything I could imagine, far beyond anything that I could envision, and far beyond anything that I could ever do on my own. It is this consistent ripple effect, downwards and onwards, far past what I can probably ever see or even understand. And that type of impact, that legacy impact, that impact that is not just helping the one, but it's helping so many people change their lives, change their families, change their businesses. And now these people, what do they get to do with their money? They get to steward it well. They get to give generously. They get to give abundantly. They get to go in and and serve and bless others with it, that type of impact, that's the impact I'm after. That's my heart for business. That's my heart for the women that I serve. It's the heart heartbeat behind really what I do. Yeah. Yeah. I often say that by empowering one ambitious mom through my work, the ripple effect that has not only on her own household, but just households beyond hers. That's what like fires me up. So I'm Absolutely. right there with you. Yeah. That's amazing. So, talk to me this is a question I love to wind down and ask. It's my favorite because I love to read and I also love knowing what's on the the nightstands of the successful people out there. So, tell me what you're reading right now and then what is the best book that you've read that you would recommend to us. Ooh, oh, this is so tough. So, I'm reading right now Stories That Stick by Kendra Hall. It actually just came out 2 days ago. I saw her speak at a conference and loved her speaking. And I thought, She's I've got to gotta get her book. It's so good. I'm four chapters in. It's the best. Highly recommend it so far. I mean, maybe it'll disappoint. I don't think so. I haven't... I've never read, by the way... I've never read something that I didn't find some kind of value in. Even books that I'm like, eh, you can always find value from anything that you read. You just have to be seeking it. So yeah. so that is that is probably... I mean, that is the book that I am reading right now. I'm actually reading a couple books. But that is the one that I'm most excited about right now. One of the books... Oh man, anything by John Maxwell like has changed business for me anything by Dave Ramsey. Honestly, Dave Ramsey, his Money Matters book, which is actually for personal stewardship and personal finances. And it goes right along with his Financial Peace University. I'm a huge fan of what he teaches in terms of wealth accumulation for the purpose of generosity. Mm -hmm. And that has probably changed the way I run my business more than anything, because I'm very intentional with, how I spend and being a good steward of that, which has been entrusted to me with my business. Yeah. Yeah. Those are so good. Such good recommendations. Kendra's book, I heard her speak too. And she is just a captivating storyteller. So I'm so glad she finally wrote a book for all of us to read. Yes. It's it's not disappointing. It's so good. I can't wait to check it out. Well, fill everybody in on how we can connect with you, where we can hear more about you and what you've got going on. Yeah, the best place to connect with me. So if you if you're loving listening right now, I have a podcast too. Katie was actually on my podcast not too long ago, and it is the Business with Impact podcast. So it's on iTunes, Stitcher, all the places. I love spending time on Instagram, Insta stories, you can get little snippets into my life. I feel like Instagram is such an engaging platform. I love DMing, I love sharing. So if you're listening to this episode, take a screenshot Tag Katie and I. You can you can connect with me that way. I'd love to hear what you've taken away from this and how we can continue to serve you in your business. So I'm on Instagram at Rachel R McMichael. And then my website. I feel like your website's kind of like your house, right? Where it's like or maybe it's even like your business office. So if Instagram's my house, come hang out with me at the house on Instagram, then my website's kind of like my office. What do you do? Who are you? How'd you get into all this? And that's just rachelmcmichael.com. And on there, you will find at the very top of that website, just a free gift that I've got for anyone who comes in the door. And that is my business toolkit. And it's just the resources that we have used to grow and scale our business and how we've implemented them in a way where they all work together simply, easily, and affordably. Yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much for sharing all of these nuggets on this episode today. It's been so great talking with you. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for joining us on today's episode. If you aren't already subscribed, make sure you hit that subscribe button. So future episodes will land magically in your podcast app and leave us a review to let us know what you're loving about this show. I am so excited that you have joined this community of other ambitious moms like you.